am I going? You're, it's your thing. Okay. I didn't know if we were actually going. Welcome in, everyone, mm. to Warped, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we give unasked for Ooh. audio commentary on various topics, including <laughs> Star Trek. Yes. Nice. Yes. You're doing so good. I'm your special guest host, Aaron. I'm Hi. Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Min Win. And May is somewhere with us. Yay. Yay. There she is. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing today, Aaron? Thank you, Aaron. The outrageous Akona, I believe is how you say it, but mm. be wrong. We're watching another episode of Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, and yes. Mr. Sean can punch the triangle when I've he's ready. Got, uh, 45 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. Do it, Mr. Sean. I'm mommy. Uh-huh. <laughs> mommy this time. Right? Philippe Good normally job. goes for the puppy. So I'm going to start this off with the corrections corner. <gasps> oh, damn. A very tiny one. <laughs> oh. A little nook. A corrections nook. <laughs> you want the jingle? Sure. Play it. Jake, play the jingle. Correction corner. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> Good. Well, we're not doing this in order of what we are doing corrections for, but we did talk about how long Whoopi Goldberg's been on The View, and uh-huh. The View has been a show since 1997, but from what I can gather from the internet, she's been on since 2007. Huh. Yes, that's what we said in the episode. Was it? I thought we said she'd been on since 1997. No. I think we said okay. she'd been on 13 then years. we'll do a corrections corner. For my- <laughs> <laughs> Correction of corrections corner. But did we talk about why she joined? Besides the fact that she needed work, did we talk more specific? Drugs? No. Go on. Okay. She, so you might recall, guys, the early aughts <laughs> Yo, was kind of a tables. unique political time. And if you did things, sometimes you got, like, really in trouble for it. Like... The Dixie Chicks, remember that? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is 2004, I believe, and she made a joke where she made fun of Bush's name, like in the like female genitalia oh, way. Not that way. Mm-hmm. Bush. A Bush First is a Bush. Bush. Sure. And it really hurt her. <laughs> and she got like no money, and she didn't work for five years. Five. So that doesn't make sense because she got on the view in 2007. So I don't know if this timeline is Timing doesn't work out, but okay. She didn't work for three years. Talks about like 10 years on the view, like now, but I don't know if she just doesn't want to like keep adding years because that doesn't add up. It's weird. Getting like years with her is kind of, it's kind of fluid on the internet, on her interviews, but she didn't have work for a long time and Barbara Walters asked her to join. So it kind of saved her career and her financial life. So that's well, a little Barbara back. Nice Barbara Walters asked her to join the view. Wow. Yeah, Barbara Walters said we have an opening and would you? Mm. I don't know how they knew each other. I mean, we just around the way, but I guess Barbara Walters has interviewed everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, this episode. Oh yeah, this guy. So that actor. Is Bruce Campbell's cousin? What? Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Nice. Billy natural, Campbell. Natural, roguish looks. That whole mm-hmm. family. Natural. 
for sure. I shall call him Space Jack Sparrow. At least that's what IMDb says. I didn't know they were related. That's interesting. I love Billy Campbell. I think Billy Campbell is uh, great. Mm. Has yeah. he been in anything else? He's He was the Rocketeer. I don't know if you've oh. ever seen the movie The Rocketeer, but wow. he was the star oh, of really? that film. Yeah, but I've seen oh. the commercials for it. And he was on a TV show I liked called Once and Again uh, that was on in like the... I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s, something like he that. De- he definitely has those roguish good looks. He was in, he's the bad guy in Enough. Enough. Mm. The J-Lo movie? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he slapped like, oh, and J-Lo. punched eight times by Jennifer Lopez in the final oh. fight. Nice. Oh, is he Ooh. her like abusive boyfriend? And they paid him. I so, yeah. For that. Oh. He's much more likable in this episode. Although he gets attributed to some bad stuff. So but he's outrageous. Go gentle. He is. He's, he is the titular outrageous he is, Arcona. He is the titular, <laughs> the titular outrageous. Right? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. right. That's who Arcona is. I love the word titular. <laughs> yes. I do as well. As it's I really say it satisfying to say, and it's just yep. a great word. They like it a lot. So, as we said, The Outrageous Akona, original air date December 10th, 1988. The Enterprise rescues the captain of a broken-down freighter only to become involved in a dispute between feuding worlds, each demanding custody of their guest. Data seeks help from Guinan in understanding humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron's right. Yeah. The plot in this episode with Data and, and Joe Piscopo is oh what God. this episode is really is remembered really, for. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's an interesting topic. I mean, what do you think the IMDb it. rating of this episode is, Aaron? You've watched it? I did think? watch it. I didn't look up the rating this time. <laughs> like she normally I thought does. I was supposed to last time. I forgot that that's like Sean's jam. So that's why I recused myself right. from the child. Um, I'll say... Seven. May you think, watch this episode as well? Yep, and I've seen it. The the thing, but I also say seven. Ooh, you can't also say. I All think right. it's lower than that. I think this episode is not. Uh, Joe Piscopo is yeah. not well remember well regarded. So I'm going to I say it's more I... like a six four. Anybody else? I'll there she six. is. Terry Hatcher, six, everybody. Six yeah, nine. What? Whoa. What'd you say, what'd you say six, Jake? Six nine. Min, this is a uh, seven four. That's what I popped six, in my head. Six three. Oh, oh yeah. he's got a little everybody Tom Cruise over. going on there too with mm-hmm. his look. Jack Sparrow. He's supposed Does, to be he's like a Jack Sparrow. He, he's sort of a Han Solo, yeah, I think, yeah, is what yeah, they're yeah, that, that, I can see mm-hmm. that. He's, he's kind of a rogue, and he's a little bit of a, you know, like, smuggler slash thief, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's sort of a Han Solo type. Yep. Mm-hmm. I kinda, oh, Jake said you, yeah, you said he's like... Yeah, I kind of tracked this as a progression of the space rogue type from Han Solo to this guy to, like, Malcolm Reynolds from uh, Firefly. It's like a yeah. linear yeah. progression. Oh, is that yeah, yeah, his sure. character's name? Mm-hmm. Everyone likes a good vest or a jacket <laughs> and a five o'clock shadow. So here we go. I just, I've just been rewatching uh, Firefly. We watched yeah, Stan and I, I love Firefly. We watched, we've watched like the first three or four. I forget, and mm-hmm. 
it's a very good show. Very yeah, yeah. Like Firefly's classic. Serenity. Even awesome. I like that show. Oh, oh, there she is, Terry Hatcher. This is a moment in TV history right here. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, not the first thing she did. Mm. And it's uncredited. She's not credited. <laughs> really? It's pretty early. Because I, I was first... like, whoa, is that her? Because I didn't mm-hmm. see her name pop yeah, up. It is uncredited. It's not the first thing. It's one of them because she's pretty young. This is before Superman. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. I like yeah, She was like on that. The Love Boat. Me too. Uh, oh, was she? And Night Court. <laughs> wow, yeah. she had an early Love start. And then I think that was, yeah, and then after that, <laughs> she her. was a couple years away from being in the Quantum Leap episode she's in. Uh-huh. Tango and Cash, I think, was her big breakout role. I forgot she was in that. Yeah, I had two, but then when I was like, oh, that's right. I think she's she's then, the girl in it. Yeah. Who did she hook up with? Tango or Cash? <laughs> don't, I don't who, remember. Who plays Tango and Cash in the <laughs> Which one is Tango? Tango? Which one is Sylvester Tango Stallone is Tango is and Kurt Russell is Cash. I do remember that. Ooh, I know who I'd get with. I, I <laughs> wait, wait, who which one was which? If you Kurt Russell? Me. You choose Kurt Russell. Of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Kidding? Yeah. No, no, That's I not just choice. wanted to make sure, you know. <laughs> FMK. Uh, then I'd watch Tango Brady. I was going to say FMK. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Tango, Tango, Cash, or, Cash, or, this, or, or Billy, or, uh, or Billy Campbell. At the same time. <laughs> what? Well, I was going to say Cash. I was going to say, Hooch. <laughs> Hooch. <laughs> nice. The dog from Turner and Hooch? I thought Turner was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh, you, you, you marry Hooch, right? Yeah, loyal. Yeah. Dogs are loyal. For, for sure. sure. I mean, <laughs> that was a lot of slobber. I, I don't think I've seen a dog yeah. before. You marry Hooch, yeah. you fuck Kurt Russell, and you mm-hmm. kill Sylvester. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely. that's obvious, right? Yeah. So, if if Hooch is the third, that's definitely <laughs> the way to go. <laughs> now, if the third is Cagney and Lacey as a joint duo, oh, what? I think it's a little more trouble. <laughs> okay, we're getting out here. No, I think it's the same answer. I think you marry Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> still marry Cagney and Lacey uh, as yeah. a Cagney and Lacey are great. Polyamory. I'd love to hang yeah. out with Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, right. Why not? Man, well done. Yeah, a unanimous well, all around. I, when are we well, going to do our Cagney and Lacey podcast? Right, <laughs> right after this. I would marry right and after Lacey this. And I would watch them. The, I would fucking love to do a Cagney and Lacey podcast. <laughs> I, 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 that's one of those shows I don't think is in syndication anymore. I don't. I've yet to see that syndication. You don't think it's on Prime or someplace like that? I'm that sure you can find it streaming somewhere, at least we buy it. But. Oh, you mean it's just, oh, it's not on regular Yeah, like, you know, like even like Murder, She Wrote is on all the time in syndication. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. But Cagney and Lacey is not one I've, I've ever come across recently. It'd be so Here, weird. Here's, Columbo, it, here's a Columbo uh, trivia question for you that I just was reading. I was reading something today and I learned this fact. Oh, I was reading an interview with Peter Falk. Uh, he, uh, do you guys know who directed the first episode of Columbo? Yeah, Spielberg. 
Steven Spielberg. That's whoa. Great. What sort of nerd I, I is not this? That long ago. It's really good. It's a really she, good episode. There she is. Aaron. There she is. Yep. Yeah. Gonna Kona get gonna get some Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pre Lois Lane. All right. She's so in doing my research on this episode today, mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to find the first episode of The View that Whoopi Goldberg was on. Uh-huh. I couldn't find it. It wasn't just like popping up. But what I did come across was um, Patrick Stewart appeared on The View earlier this year, like in January. Yes. And that's that's where he invited her to be on the second season. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, you right. We talked about that during the uh, Picard show. We did oh, when we were doing it. the Picard air, but she wouldn't have known that because she yeah, wasn't yeah. on those episodes. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's well, it's very that. sweet. It's a yeah, very sweet she said, scene. She got all cute about it. She was like, Star Trek was one of the great experiences from the beginning to the end, and everyone got all fired up. Yep. Yeah. Everyone, everyone loves love- Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And then I watched her. I guess Drew Barrymore is going to have a talk show. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I saw she did a, like a thing on YouTube with, uh, with Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. That's when they talked about the whole, her career and like... Leading into the view, I would be, I would have a lot of distrust of somebody who said they didn't like Whoopi Goldberg, right? You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like I would think, oh, there's something wrong with that person. Like mm. I should. I mean, a red flag. She's been doing charity work for decades now with Comic Relief. Yeah, I mean, she's also amazing and funny. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. Mm-hmm. That's like I'm saying annoyed. you don't like uh, Robin Williams or something. And she goes on The View every day and and has to put up with the likes of, <laughs> you know, Megan McCain. Yeah. Well, she I mean, talked about is, being, I would, she I actually talked hate. about that on the Drew Barrymore show because For Drew sure. Barrymore is going to be a single host. So she's like, how do you do the kind of like, how do you bring in yeah, the, the viewpoints in a way that's mm-hmm. like The View where it sort of happens with the multi-hosts. But um. She's like, variety is important. Variety is important. Sure, but I think that that must be exhausting. Yeah. Like, I understand that it's, you know, I'm sure she makes a lot of money doing it, and it's not that hard. You go in, you're there for an hour, and then you go home, basically. Like, it's it's a pretty fake job. But I would just think dealing with people like the horrible, miserable sack of shit that is Megan McCain on a daily basis has just got to be exhausting. You know, I don't what I mean? know. I don't watch her enough to know that she's like that. Oh, but, she's um... awesome. Oh, speaking of that, uh, go ahead, Matt. Give him the rundown. Oh, if you yeah, don't, Black yeah. Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, All Cops Are Bastards, Defund the Police. And uh, if you're a Republican, you're a scum and should die. And don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Well, this might go against what Whoopi Goldberg's advice was on the art of the interview with <laughs> Drew Barrymore, but basically Interviewing she anybody. was asking, like, how do you have a garden that's, like, has variety or whatever, and she's like, or how do you cultivate that kind of garden? And she was saying that listening is important and also, like, allowing the person being interviewed to relax because if they don't feel attacked, that sort of a more natural Open conversation up. will happen. So stop getting on my case about data. <laughs> Were we getting not interviewing it's anybody? Simple. I don't get the fuck. <laughs> I'm not We're here to interview you. <clears throat> We're co-hosting. I, That's like so. Here we 
Here's FMK for you. That's what she meant. Joe oh. Piscopo, oh. Terry Hatcher, and Billy Campbell. Mm. Mm. Well, you know who you're going to kill. Piscopo. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might be good in bed. You never know. Eh. <laughs> don't you think? What? What's that? Sure. I mean, but do you never know? He might be really tender and giving and uh, into you. I feel like Joe Piscopo would like launch into his Frank Sinatra impression <laughs> halfway through fucking. You know what I mean? Just like. <laughs> do you? Do he you think? By the way, he doesn't do that. Yeah. You don't have sex. <laughs> don't have sex with comedians. They'll they get the urge to start telling jokes while you're doing it. <laughs> I could see. That. True. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that in the IMDb trivia, they said they originally wanted Jerry Lewis. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, he just said Jerry Lewis. Yeah, he, but then, yeah he does a Jerry Lewis impersonation. He's doing a Jerry Lewis right now. Oh, it's actually no. pretty this accurate. is why people hate this. This is awful. It is awful, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's Jerry Lewis. Oh, good. We're friends again. You hate this, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is he's what, coming what to learn can you about tell jokes. Us, Aaron, what if anything do you can you tell us about uh where Joe Piscopo was in his career when he appeared? Oh, the... I didn't have any interest. Did you look in into that. Did you look into <laughs> at all? I just don't care about him that much. No. I knew he was on SNL for a little while. He was on SNL for a little while. Uh he's in the like... sort of in the dark he ages, he was in the he was in the Eddie Murphy seasons. Yeah, he was in the yeah, but like only everybody. The only thing anybody cares about is that Eddie Murphy was there, right? You know, right. the rest of those people were dead weight, and Eddie Murphy was the one who broke out. Um, was Joe Piscopo not a athlete or something? He became a bodybuilder. He uh, seems like started that. selling like uh, protein mm. steroid stuff. Mm. But this was after, I mean, he was already pretty well. I mean, he would, this was after Johnny Dangerously. I would bet $200 that Joe Piscopo is a right wing Trump supporter oh. in real life. Oh. Don't you think? Doesn't he just kind of give off that vibe? Maybe. I just don't know what his vibe is. I just don't, I'm not interested in it. I like he became a bodybuilder and started selling protein powder. Like that's, <laughs> that's some kind of weird right wing red, red flag. flag. Yeah, it is. Uh, he's on. a radio talk show host, so I'm sure there's some kind of clue. Oh, I'm right. Wiki according to Wikipedia, Piscopo is a supporter of President Trump. There you go. Considered running for governor of New Jersey in 2007. Jersey. Morning hey. drive radio host of Joe in the Morning in New oh, York City. That's got to be awful. And <laughs> kill Piscopo. Yeah, you kill Piscopo. Well, now that I know marry, that, you kill you marry Piscopo. Billy Campbell and you fuck Terry Hatcher. Oh, well, you, yeah. why yeah. wouldn't you marry Terry Hatcher? I would marry because Terry Billy Hatcher. Campbell is like a sweet, nice, like boy. Like I don't know what Terry Hatcher's whole thing is. She works <laughs> at Transfer. Like well, I don't know anything about her. Yeah, has I there think... been any controversy with Terry Hatcher? I don't think so. Oh, you mean in real life? Yeah. I was thinking more like her character in this episode. Well, I mean, it's her character's basically over. I think that's all you see. I think that's all you're. I think yeah. that's all you're in it. I think the reason she's uncredited in this is mm. because. That's she was like unhappy with the size of the part or something like that. I think I read on the Wikipedia page that she requested to have her name taken off the episode. Oh, really? She didn't like it. 
the way she didn't like I, a bunch of her scenes got cut or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, in the end, she it was just like some some random fling with the uh, Billy Campbell. Yeah, there was a scene where they're, they're at the transporter, and then they show her basically getting a booty call, mm-hmm. and she doesn't. Yeah, say you're just getting wet and It's just to get the It's just so that you get the idea that he's a player, right? Yeah. And then he's kind of like irresistible. <laughs> I mean, you didn't really need that scene to get that impression, right? But, but also, there's there. nobody else he could have that scene in with in the regular cast. So they that had to bring data. in a, 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 a stringer for this episode so that he could have somebody to have sex with. Because you wouldn't believe it with Troy. And mm. Pulaski's a non-starter. <laughs> so. What? You know, doctors. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree as well. All right, Matt. No, I agree. I agree. You want to see a scene where Billy Campbell uh, flirts with? I wanted to see that scene, but I'm I'm just agreeing that it would be an impossibility. uh, Seduce a doctor Pulaski. That'd be. I think that would be intense and interesting. They just left her out of the episode altogether. on this show anymore. <laughs> it's like I don't know you. You don't know me. Come on. You've got a bingo card in front of you you're trying to like complete. Apparently not- she was she was in a more of the episode when they filmed it and then they cut most of what she was in. And that's when she asked not to be credited. That's too bad. Even if you're just starting out, like mm. you want the credit. A credit why is wouldn't a credit. you want yeah. the credit? Like, this is a high budget show. I mean, why not? Does she talk? Yeah. Yeah, she's yes. got lines in the okay. in, in the, the when, she's, room. when she's on the transporter. Room. Watched this one. She was Is that what it is? She's like, focused on Whoopi. Who's I mean, Bobby does shine so good. Who's so the shirt? Red shirt. Where's Wesley? Mm, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, Wesley crushing on Okona in this in this episode. Really? Oh, is he off running around with Okona? Yeah. Is Okona yeah. gonna give him like advice on how to pick up girls and shit like that? No, but everybody, he keeps having conversations with other people about, like, why does he live his life like that? Like, (laughs) I can't imagine being away from friends, being alone all the time. Uh Uh-huh. So. Yeah, Wesley's the one that gives him advice. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone thinks Wesley is gay, right? That, like, the character is is gay. Boy, he sure is in this episode. I think he is. I think he's pan- yeah. Try well, that might be that yeah, might be. will try There's, it out. There are a couple of episodes where you see him sort of like dating girls or flirting mm-hmm. with girls, but it always feels wrong. It always just feels like no, it, unbelievable. Some point in time, he has like a pseudo relationship with Ashley Judd on the show. Yeah, he's in that one episode with her. Ashley Judd. Mm-hmm. What? I don't think he's pan, Jacob. I I think he's. Trisexual. I think he's but... asexual. He yeah. went to the bon- boner plant and played ball. Uh, he's more uh, like a dragon, really. He's more like drag. Scotty than he is like anything else. Like because yeah, he's, he's really into his thing. Really into he's the really mechanics. Most in love with the ship, and 
that's a very dragony kind got, of I think he also has a little bit too much affection for his mother, if you ask me. Well, mm. no, but that's that's not an Oedipus sort of thing. That's just like that's his mother. I don't know. He left her behind in San Francisco oh, that's so that true. he could stay on the ship with Picard. I mean he's, but that was, he's not that obsessed with a her. A true true mama's boy would have stayed with mama. <laughs> that's right. A true mama's boy would never <laughs> Let her go to San Francisco without him. <laughs> but that was part of the gist. They were working with the real life. Uh, yeah, I know. Events. You have to come up with in-universe um, excuses for these things. <laughs> Didn't she? We uh, talked about this in the episode. Give they, they her blessings. Whole, yeah, they had a whole scene where they. It was all about Wesley deciding to stay. Yep. In the child, you'll recall the child, Aaron. It was the first episode <laughs> that you hosted. Mm -hmm. sorry this is this is off topic but there was just a reference in like one of the recent lower decks episodes where they refer to that planet where wesley was arrested yes for crushing they were like this isn't a planet where we're all like running around in rompers and they they kill you for stepping on the grass yeah yeah Lower Decks uh, really enjoys its callbacks yes. to mm-hmm. other episodes. I mean, you you get the opportunity. Why wouldn't you take it just to to That's fan great. out, right? Because <laughs> because there's like another. I am having a lot of problems. This is I know this is not a Lower Decks podcast, but I am having a lot of problems <gasps> with. Uh, Wait, Wait a lady. Terry Hatcher. I know. Terry Hatcher. Uh, he's moved on from Terry Hatcher. I would like him so much more if he didn't have that ridiculous ponytail. Yeah. Ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a pirate. You, you don't have time to go to the, the you know, the stylist. Yeah. It looks like he did. He looks like he spent a lot yeah. of time at that style. Well, and it's pretty clearly not like Billy Campbell does not have a an, an eighteen inch <laughs> long ponytail, a rat tail, an eighties <laughs> clip on rat tail. Like, yeah. The hair department put that piece in, but still <laughs> looks kind of crazy on him. Uh, uh, are you ladies into the rat tail, or is that not a, a turn on? Onto, I think I like I like it on him. Yeah. Okay. It's variable. I think that is not a. That is not a rat tail. That is a full, <laughs> full ponytail. Well, I think that big rat. rat. Talk of rat tail makes me think of like high school. Like there were a lot of like white trash kids in my high school. I can picture tail. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pick up. May, May and I have one of May and I have been watching episode two and three of Star Wars, and Hayden Christensen in episode oh, two definitely yeah, has a rat sure. tail. That's a rat oh, tail. Oh man. Yeah, sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, his is a little cheer. Uh, we lost Sean. Sean just texted me. He had a power outage oh. in his house. Yeah, it's because everyone's oh, trying to turn the yeah. AC on if it's 117 degrees. Right? Yeah. This is awesome. This is exciting times. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting, all right. Yeah. Hey, Matt, what are you saying about in the same way that, like, the start In the same way that, like, the start of uh, a zombie Invasion World War is exciting. Should I, yeah. should I call him and put the phone up to the mic? <laughs> it's, it's exciting to live in this time in the way that, like, the beginning of Mad Max is exciting, mm. right before yeah. everything goes completely down. So, I mean, it's. I wouldn't mind a Charlize Theron up in here. <laughs> no kidding. Did you guys watch The Old Guard? We talked about it, but it's everybody yeah. watched it now. Yeah, so we watched it. It was really, it was really good. It's a good recommendation. 
We like love her. her. I like the action a lot. I, Aaron, are you trying to call Sean on the phone? I can. <laughs> I don't know if you guys really wanted. It no, it's fine. He'll. I mean, uh, go ahead if you want. Yeah, actually, why not? Go ahead. This whole scene, like, I, I was say like, no. I should say yes and right. I should be all mm-hmm. Correct, correct. But with this whole scene, I call, totally called what ended up happening. I was like, they can't say anything. How come they can't say anything? What did did something happen with him, like knocking someone up? And then, and then, yes, that was what happened. And I was like, oh, you shit. predicted what or where this was going. Yeah. I called it. They're not chasing him because he is like a thief or a pirate or whatever. They're chasing him because he knocked up his, his like girlfriend. Daughter. Yep. Right? Dishonor. <laughs> he didn't answer. <laughs> but actually, isn't the twist that he didn't do it? That he yeah. actually. At the end, which I also called. Somebody else, right? Yeah, but when we were watching it, May literally said, Did he knock somebody up? And then, like, in that moment, the dad she like pulls the screen. daughter on screen, fully, <laughs> fully pregnant, and she was like, "That's that's the reason they're there." That was Don't a good guess. Yeah. I mean, when you have so many men standing around being like, "We can't talk about, it. we can't talk about it." Okay, there is a young girl who is pregnant somewhere in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Troy, yeah, right. who's Troy, whose ability supposedly is to like detect liars and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has no idea that the outrageous Okona is uh, lying about the situation that they are in. You know, his, his roguish powers charm. Are, choice powers are really ill-defined. Like, they're, both, they're basically a plot device. When they need them to work, yeah. they work. It's convenient. And when they don't need them to work, it's like the writers forget she even has them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so to answer your question, I, I am having, or May, I'm sorry, I, Jake, edit that. That's fine. Uh, I, I, my problem with Lower Decks is that I am finding, I am finding uh, Mariner uh, really irritating. Really? And I know that you're supposed to, that, like, that's kind of her vibe, is that mm-hmm. she's, she's irritating. But uh, I'm waiting to, like, warm up on her because I, I just think she's really mean a lot of the time for reasons that yeah. she has no reason to be. Like, she was really mean to nice, sweet Boimler in this week's episode, you know? You didn't I, think the whole background with her old friend, like, her calling out her old friend's boyfriend and being t- totally right, like, yeah, that traumatizing like, her? I thought that was hilarious. I did not buy that that really traumatized her. I just mm. bought it. It felt to me like she was just being a dick. Damn, because she was like a girlfriend. You, what kind of you know crazy? Only an alien who wants to kill you could possibly be interested in you. But I she's mean, him before they even meet the girl. Like she's insulting him. At, I just didn't, and I don't like the way she's. With, I'm back. Um, hey. I don't like the way she is with her mom. Like. I, I didn't like it when she was like fall, pretending to fall asleep in the conference room last in last week's episode. I'm just having a hard time with her. Like, yeah. if you hate it, if you hate Starfleet that much, get out. And if you like Starfleet, okay. which I think you're supposed to believe that she does, and that she, mm-hmm. mostly it's a put on, then just stop putting it on. Like, don't pretend to be 
something that you're not because you think it makes you like I she thinks she's cooler than everybody else or whatever I just don't like her I find her difficult to like if the if they if the gender roles were reversed a feel the same and b do you think that would be do you think that would be acceptable because that's kind of how most like relationships and characters with that type of dynamic have occurred throughout comedic history. I mean, I I would like to think that I would feel the exact same way if it was a guy. I might even feel worse because if it was a guy doing it to a girl, then you have to go, oh, he's also a sexist asshole on top of everything else, you know? Yeah. If, if Mariner was a guy and he was constantly telling Boimler that he's that she was how could she possibly have a boyfriend she's a stupid nerd who isn't cool like the rest of us then you'd even you'd hate it even more <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I, I had i had the exact same problem with her in the first episode um she was just like way too off the wall but like the fact that they dedicated a huge part of like the second episode to like her like going out of her way to make Boimler feel better about himself, like was enough yeah. for me to say that, okay, they're just going to kind of bounce around and like show that she has redeeming qualities. But I think that that's that your point still stands. Like in that episode, she is overall being a dick about it. Yeah. And, and it's not but, okay. But it's I not think, okay. Sorry, go ahead, May. Like whether or not I, I, I prefer to not be like, is this okay or not? For me, it's more like that's her point of view and that's her character flaw. And so the dynamic it, it creates between her and Boimler is where, is where the fun comes from. Because like if she wasn't as, as intense as that, like it wouldn't be as funny, you know, or it wouldn't be as, there wouldn't be as much conflict, you yeah. know. And, and in I, the I, end, but in the right. end, she was right. Well, that's the other thing I didn't like. I I thought it would have been better if she had been wrong and had to admit that she was wrong. Making her right in the end makes it seem like her behavior was okay the whole time. It would have been a lot better if she had been wrong and had to be like, I was wrong. But she doesn't. So she didn't learn anything because she turns out to be right at the end. But, you know, that's comedy. (laughs) That's like sitcom. They restart it, you know, by the... By the end, it's like they start all over again, you know? Yeah, but I don't think that's what this show is doing. I think this show is trying to do a a weird combination of sitcom and Star Trek because they have, like, regular Star Trek plots in these episodes. I mean, they're silly, but there was a classic Star Trek plot in this episode. There's a moon that's going to explode, and we have to get these people (laughs) off. There's a conflict. Between the rate and they played it for jokes, but it was still a classic Star Trek plot. Right. So yeah. I, I don't think they're trying to go for just like jokey joke. It's not, it's not Family Guy where it's just joke, 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 joke. Like they're going for more character based comedy yeah. on Lower Decks, which I like. I just hope that they, and I, I think they will. You know, it's been four yeah. episodes. There's, there's, I'm not there's saying like, I hate her. I'm just yeah. saying I'm having a hard time warming up to her right now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm hoping that as the season goes on, that they will uh, develop her character more and build more of a friendship between her and him so that yeah. it doesn't seem so much like she's just being a dick to him like every week. 
totally, for fun totally. yeah but you know for based on my experience of comedy and sitcom it's like you have to play those characters like really hard at the extremes for like the first you know at least half of the first season so it's like okay we're all established in these camps now yeah. that we're all you know in our own little corners we have like we have room to like you know bring them closer together yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty agree. sure, like probably next episode or the one after that, there's gonna be one where it's like completely the opposite, where yeah. he's being the dick and she's being like, okay, well, yeah. you know, I guess I'm I'm lower status in this one and no one's listening to me and blah blah blah, you know. Let's let's not forget that throughout that episode, Boimler is being toxically insecure the entire time <laughs> as well. Exactly. Yeah, but, okay. sure. Well, and then the episode it's where, possible. where it's possible she I goes out of her way. <laughs> or there's that and it's possible I... well in the episode you talked about Matt where at the end she goes out of or we talked about when she goes out of the way to to, to make him feel better he's yes. a dick about that yeah yep yeah so, he's you know, like telling everybody at the bar that, that she was done she's, she's still fucking with him you know what I mean like she's still not like even though she was doing it for "Quote unquote," a nice reason. She's still fucking around with him. Like, I don't know. I'm waiting to see. I like the show. I think it's funny. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just waiting for that character to uh, grow on me a little more. Mm-hmm, is all. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's cool. Good. good Sorry, that was a long yeah. uh, sidebar for an episode that Aaron is hosting. Well, what are we doing here? Are we, I mean, I assume it stopped for everybody. <laughs> no, we're good. We're, we're at nine twenty left. No, it's been playing. Oh, you guys time. still watching? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. They're revealing the Romeo and Juliet situation, which I also called like previous in previous scenes. I was yeah. just like, okay. I see what's going on here. These two are Romeo yeah. and Juliet and blaming it on Jack Sparrow. And they're like... That's and these I'm two about. aliens are at war with each other or have mm-hmm. some sort of yeah. dispute. They're, at- no. yeah, they just have tensions with each other. They're Montaguing, ca- capulating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and outrageous O'Connor uh, <clears throat> lied to, prote- to protect their bum, secret. Bum, bum. He's protecting mm-hmm. them, yeah. Which you I would mean, think that Troy would have sussed out, got? but she did not. Mm. I argue that his rope is so powerful that that's why she couldn't penetrate like to the truth because she was just like, he's so roguish mm-hmm. and charming. That's mm-hmm. all I'm yeah. getting off of him. <laughs> his, his hair bounced all <laughs> of her like, Rolling magic powers off of her hair. <laughs> I still only detect a powerful emotion of smarm from him. That's all, that's <laughs> all I'm getting. Yeah. Just, you, you haven't uh, uh, opened yourself up to him, is all, Jacob. You just gotta relax a little. Oh yeah, Whoopi's yeah. giving him an audience. Have another. So Whoopi's gonna go in and watch him do his stand-up routine. Oh, oh. What's about to happen. Oh, yes. My God. Yep. It's Jill Piscopo. Not great mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I just love how all of these scenes with Whoopi had that subtext of just like, I am genuinely funny, and I'm trying to teach data. How to make jokes? Okay, right. let's do this. <laughs> I mean, she ought to be the one teaching him how to tell mm-hmm. jokes. Well, she what is. is. Joe Piscopo for. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why these <laughs> scenes work because she's like the most like 
colorful and interesting and like sort of depth of emotion character and he is the yeah. opposite so it's, mm-hmm. a, it's yeah. a fun it's a fun watch yeah yeah guy like, like a... data together are a lot of fun you know yeah um i believe i believe it all about cameo Briefly. yes min do you know what cameo is is uh, are they, they those little a uh, web service a website? Uh, no, I don't. Service? No. Okay, Cameo is a website where celebrities oh. sign up mm-hmm. to be on it, and non-celebrities, regular folks, can uh, pay these people to record little video messages. So yep. for your birthday or whatever, yep. and the celebrities are allowed to, they set their own price, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So one of the things that's kind of funny to look at on the Cameo website is just how much different people think they're worth mm-hmm. because yeah. it's, what, it's what the market will bear, you know? You can, mm-hmm. you can set your price as many as high as you want, but uh, people have to be willing to pay it. Sure. Uh, do you know who James Vanderbeek is? Yeah, yeah. He was in that uh, show. Dawson's that Creek. Mm, there you go. I was waiting to see if he was going to get it. Well, I don't know if I would have gotten it, but, uh, you know, one of those, like, young teenage, young adult shows. Do you remember the movie he did that was his big breakout in movies? Yeah. He's in Varsity Blues. Well, I was saying if men was going (laughs) to... I know. You both did did it. I had to do it back. (laughs) Um... So, Ben, Cameo is not like big, huge stars because they don't need the sure, money, obviously. Sure. It's more like TV mm-hmm. uh, people and sort of B and C list celebrities. A lot of reality. A lot of reality. A lot of like. There's a lot of like YouTube personalities. Uh, people like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how much do you think James Vanderbeek will we'll just. This is the question for the room. Mm-hmm. How much does everyone think James Vanderbeek charges? If you know the answer, how because much? it's your cameo, uh, don't, don't answer. For, for I refuse a... myself. I know the answer. Is it oh, for you, a, a message? Yeah. yeah. How long? Like, is like it a, a It's like a video. It's like a selfie video that, some, uh-huh. that they record on their phones. Mm-hmm. And it's like a minute, a minute and a half okay. saying, hey, bleep. I heard yeah. your. I heard it was your birthday, yeah. and uh, mm. I'm James Vanderbeek, and I really hope you're having it a wonderful great. day. I would say a couple hundred, like it was two hundred. I'd say fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh my! God. Hold on, hold on. Let's Jacob. do this in an orderly fashion, please. May, you're saying two hundred. Two hundred, yeah. Jake, you're not really saying fifteen hundred, are you? He is. Stick with uh, it. That's just how much the beak is worth to me. <laughs> That's how you would. That's how, how much, you said you would, you, you how much would you pay for it, Jacob? <laughs> Let how me give would... you, just as a point of comparison, mm. in case you want to change your answer. Min, what's your answer? Uh, a hundred one twenty. One twenty. Yeah. Let me give you just a couple of points of comparison so that you can think about your answers. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Oh. Mm-hmm. actor from Hammer. Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Not Army ha- Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters yeah. is $135. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mia Hamm, the soccer star, the women's soccer star, is $125. Oh, okay. okay. 
Yeah. Our, our pal, Jonathan Frakes. Oh, I'll, I'm going to make you guys guess on that one because he's on here. Um, Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch, Greg Beatty, he's $140. So do you uh, do you stick by your answers or do you want to change your answers? I'll adjust, on... to, Final answer. I'll adjust to 150 I'll adjust to 750 <laughs> <laughs> It was two hundred and twenty-five dollars. <gasps> oh, I was wow. close. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was, uh, I was close. So he sent me the link, and I watched the video, and I was, uh, I it made me so uncomfortable watching oh, really? it. Why? I just didn't like. I just I felt bad for him. I was just like, mm, I don't know. Are you because of the? <laughs> for you, is it because you're like? You think they're doing it out of like a desperation factor for like the monetary reasons? Is that yes, why? They're not okay. Well, they don't do it for free. No, but for me, okay. So, as someone who would also love something like that from a random B celebrity from one of my favorite TV yeah. shows, like they would, it's they would, they're probably also providing it because there's so many people asking them for shit like that. So, they're probably doing it to be like, okay, I'll just. I'll just charge a couple hundred bucks and I'll do all this stuff because there's so many fans who love me from all these different things. I mean, uh, if anybody wants to drop, you know, a couple hundred bucks to, you know, have Katie Lotes from DC Legends leave me a video message, I'd be down for that. Who is Katie also, Lotes? You don't know, but I do. <laughs> you imagine that these are fans, people who really yeah. love you, that who are coming to you and saying, hey, I, I, could you do this thing for such and such person? And, you know, I, I want to pay you. And then yeah, I, I love, you know, you from this and that and the other things. Melissa Benoist. I take one from Melissa Benoist. This is me just now pitching you guys, people, to like <laughs> buy something like that for me. I am now looking up that website and Christmas is coming up and Absolutely. I will be pitching yeah. ideas. Yeah. Everyone's getting them as long as they're under $20. <laughs> How much do you guys think uh, Jonathan Frakes, Commander Riker, is on oh. Cameo? 100 bucks. 180. 180. I'll say 200. It's an even 200. Oh, Man, bam. Nice. Bam. Bam. How much for uh, everyone's favorite 90s rock star, Mark McGrath? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know him. I'll say bucks. 100. It was like, Nin yeah, I looked $99. It up. <sighs> $99. Oh, boom. I'm killing this. Oh, damn, you are killing this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What about for the Warped Crew? What about for the Warped Crew? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm 100% putting myself on there. <laughs> if anybody wants to give me $20 to wish them a happy birthday. You Absolutely. can also get cameos from animals, like celebrity cats. Oh, wow. That's weird. They're, <laughs> um, like, I guess their owner probably does yeah, the some face art. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm not sure I'm into that. I'll take one from uh, Ming-Nan Wen. Ming-Nan Wen. Also Chloe Bennett. Also, Clark Gregg, anyone from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> May can go on for, like, all night. I, I am. I, I mean, thank you. Thank you for telling me about this because uh -huh. I am now one of their mm -hmm. new customers. You didn't know about this? No, I'm I didn't. Amazed. This seems, um, this, I'm, I, you know who's on here that made me think of you? Because um, he's, and I only noticed him because he's right on the front page, is the guy who played Purd Hapley ah! on... Parks and Rec. Uh, 
<laughs> That's cool. Awesome. Awesome. Flavor Flav, that would probably be a fun video. Mind tell Jordan is on here that this is how we do it, guy. Yeah. For a hundred bucks. Lisa Loeb. I mean, come on. There's some good. I mean, and a lot of these people seem to be like supporting causes with. Well, the ones who are doing it for charity, the ones who are doing it for charity, it has a little like uh, icon next to them, mm. not in their picture, so that you can see they're doing it for charity and not for themselves. We have a friend who's doing it for charity. We all know her. Stephanie Shea is on oh. there doing it. For, oh, yeah. Oh, is she? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's on there for doing it, but she's doing it for SAG AFTRA uh, COVID relief. SAG AFTRA fun. Hmm. I, I hadn't realized Gary, that. I see Gary from Parks and Rec on here. Yeah, Jim O'Hare, yeah. Jim O'Hare. The episode has been over forever. <laughs> Wow. And that's how Data learned about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't that's even right. pay Freeze frame high five. to the end. Like, what happened? Um, he it, learned that he's not funny. And, like that. And he's funny. That is having he, an audience doesn't help because they're just laughing at anything he does. Yeah, no, I think it, the lesson up. was you need to know your audience and like, tell jokes from your experience type thing. Right. The, the last lines were like, Whoopi was like, there's more to being humid than, than comedy. And then, but Data is like, but it's a very uniquely human thing and I still want to learn boohoo. But, you know, character development. You got a whole season for that. It was, so it was, it was great. It's fun watching them together. Yeah. They will, they will do a lot of Data wishes he understood jokes. Uh, sort of pop plot lines over the years to come more to look forward to i suppose i watched uh jake play the recommendations corner jingle i watched the worst movie i've ever seen in my entire life so it's <laughs> not a sound like a recommendation this, this is whatever this is like a warning this is whatever the opposite mm. of a recommendation is i watched a movie called last christmas uh ah! starring the girl from uh, uh Amelia Clark. game of thrones and Amelia uh, clark yeah. and uh henry golding from crazy rich Asian asians it was genuinely like i've never seen a movie i disliked <laughs> more than i, I wow, that's, that's it was statement, so man. bad it failed on every level it was wow. the it was it also managed to be weirdly racist and sexist for a for a rom-com i mean it was just a train wreck mm. so uh i would say hey, don't watch my anti-recommendation is to avoid too late <laughs> deeply terrible last you, Chris. you saw that may yeah i don't remember it being like infuriating <laughs> i just watched it and i was like okay so this is what we're doing oh and that's happening uh okay all right like how many times do they play the wham song that a lot <laughs> the entire the, the actual best part of the movie is that the entire soundtrack is george michael songs so that was the, the only part of the movie i liked uh was listening to the soundtrack i thought emma thompson was pretty funny you didn't think that was horribly racist that she was playing a, a, a character from 
no, she was supposed to be like uh, Czech, uh, Czech or, or Slovakia, one or the other, because there's that whole plot about how they had to run away, right? And it, she's doing a really offensive, like, stereotype of an Eastern European woman. I was like, this movie is a misfire. Like, I can't mm. believe Emma Thompson has, she wrote it. Yeah, and she did. For the level of talent that was involved in that movie, I kind of couldn't believe what I was, uh, what my eyes beheld. <laughs> and like, well, yes. there you go. A boy by from George, Matt. And, here's uh, a better idea. Buy George Michael's greatest mm, hits album. There you and go. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen to Last Christmas for an hour and 45 minutes. That well, it's all much better. It's not just Last Christmas. It's the whole soundtrack is just every song. It's all George Michael. All George Michael, Faith, and I Want Your Sex, and they're all there. All the hits. So just buy the soundtrack to Last Christmas and listen to that. Just buy George Michael's greatest mm-hmm. hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't give any more money to the people involved in the making of Last Christmas. <laughs> Don't give any money to the people who created Last Christmas. Just go watch Crazy Rich Asians. It's a much better romance. That is a much better movie. That is a that movie is doesn't even live on the same planet as <laughs> last. Christmas. Like Crazy Rich Asians is wonderful, and Last it's Christmas a good was one. a garbage piece of garbage. So there we go. We got we had to actually have a recommendation on a recommendation. <laughs> Rich Asians. Yeah. Um, David Lynch does the weather report every morning yes. on YouTube. Have we talked about this? I think you mentioned yes. it. Okay, it was on my list, so I didn't. I couldn't remember if we had talked about it or not. I'm taking it off the list. It's cool, yeah. It's very cool. Lately, all he's been saying is, "It's going to be very hot today and very sunny." And he's re- reporting the weather from his location. Yeah, he lives yeah. here in Los Angeles. Mm. He's literally sitting in like his office, looking out the window. <laughs> that must be a boring weather report because it's, it's like California. a minute long, and he does it every morning, and it's delightful. Wow. It's like David Lynch just being yeah. like your cool, weird, eccentric, artsy yeah. uncle. I, it's really lovely. Anybody have anything else? Uh, nope. Nope. Wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening to Warped. Please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped Track or get our merch on Instagram at Lunar underscore Flare. You can follow us on Twitter at Warped Track. You can follow me on Twitter at Host Warped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu live plays and podcasts at mm. Wet Maynard. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash warped to donate money and get access to bonus content and additional episodes. Until next week, Aaron, back to you. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Sean. <laughs> Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Minnie. And I'm May. Yay. Yay. Yay.